through. I'm gonna make them an offer, Captain. Yeah, man, it really tied the room together. Don't judge me, Rocky. You're a wizard, Harry. Why so serious? Here's Johnny! Welcome back to Lords of Film. This is going to be our fourth episode. I'm here with Tom. Yo. And I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Kyle. For those that do not recognize my voice, but that is okay. Uh, anyways, today we're going to be returning back to the wonderful film, The Big Lebowski. Me and Tom are doing a commentary for it right now. And we are approximately like 57 minutes or so into it right now, I believe. Uh, there's a, there's one hour and forty five seconds left. Anyway, so if you're on Netflix, just kind of go up ahead to where like the mill party where there's we're a, at fifty six thirty three fifty six thirty three. There we go. There's yeah. a number for us to start off with, and we're gonna resume back there. So whenever we are ready, we will go ahead and do that. We're at fifty six thirty three, and we are starting the movie in three, two, one, now. All right, so we see Lebowski and an officer walking up to his car, and he's like, yay, my car, oh, my fucking briefcase is gone. Yeah, that really sucks. Hate just, like, showing his up. business papers are gone. It, business papers, quote-unquote. Mm. We all know he's, he's actually just after the money. Million buckaroonies in there that he, he kind of actually stole from the big Lebowski, but whatever. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. That's that's kind of how it is in the life of the dude. <laughs> I love how he's trying to test officer about leads, and the guy just starts mocking him now. Ah, <laughs> shifts. I wouldn't believe him either. So weird when Donnie's like, what do you need that for? Shut up, Donnie. Shut the fuck up. Um, Donnie, Steve Buscemi, it said that his character was told to shut the fuck up so much because uh, there's another Coen Brothers film called Fargo. Fargo. Uh, Good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. But uh, Buscemi's character babbles and babbles and babbles and just never shuts up. So this was the next film after that film. So it was kind of an inside joke. Semi-continuation of that joke. Yeah. But I really appreciate it when, uh, like, co-ed brothers, or, for example, can just, like, understand that, you know, there was some people that didn't exactly like how one way, one thing was portrayed in a previous movie, so they kind of poke fun at it, another one. It, it, it's nice that they do that. See, if you can't laugh at yourself from time to time, then I don't know, you're just too serious. Right? You can say, like, dude, you know, just fuck sympathy. sympathy. I like how they can say, he can say fuck everything, but as soon as he says fuck the tournament... They get up and leave. Walter just gets all pissed. Fuck the tournament. Fuck you, Walter. <laughs> Fuck the tournament. Fuck the tournament? No, he's not like, 
Oh, fuck me? No. Fuck the tournament? Fuck the tournament? He cares about the tournament more than himself. He does. Calls White Russian a Caucasian there. I mean, he's not wrong. This is where we meet our friend, the stranger, isn't it not? Yes. Yes, it is. Sometimes you eat the bar, and sometimes it eats you. And it's uh, the same song from the beginning of the film. I did not when, catch that. When he was talking, yeah. Asks for a sarsaparilla. Do you know what a sarsaparilla is? Yeah, root beer, man. Yeah, I was just, I was just curious. Because yeah. I know a lot of people don't actually know what a sarsaparilla is. That's true. He, he doesn't drink an actual beer. It's a sarsaparilla, though. That, I found that interesting. Right? Stranger don't need no alcohol. That mustache, though. That is an epic stash. It's like, if I ever could grow a mustache, I'd want it to be just like that. Can't even see that dude's mouth. <laughs> it's awesome. I like your style, dude. I dig your style, too, man. <laughs> Mr. Cowboy Man. <laughs> you can buy replicas of that sweater for, like, $200. It, it's almost worth it. Yeah. We'll get into a few things after this about some of the things that this movie's inspired. Oh, and that, that's a long list right there, isn't it? Yeah. Have it your way, dude. He forgot what side to exit off of. Gets a little stumble. <laughs> they just left it in. I love how he just slams the phone on the bar. Here you go. You I love how she, she knew how to find him at the bowling alley. Like, right. She's a stalker. Real talk. So we're back in her studio. We get to see more of the studio, like... It's just full of weird shit. And the weird laughing guy? This guy. <laughs> Knox this, Harrington is his name in the movie. This fucking guy. He's Knox Harrington. Harrington, the video artist. I love the pencil-thin mustache. <laughs> That's the thing about mustaches. You get There's a point where it becomes awesome, but before that, it just looks bad. He lets him sit down before he tells him to make his own drink. <laughs> So rude. It's really... He's like a really John Waters kind of character. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's strange. He just giggles. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Little of this, little of that. Like... Uh. I gotta tender my resignation. <laughs> She gets so offended. Don't call her my mother-in-law. My mother is not a whore. <laughs> it's the only time he really gets, like, agitated. Why don't you fucking listen? Like, I, I'd get agitated, too, just listening to that. Yeah. In the beaver... <laughs> the beaver... 
mean Vajana? I love this album cover. It's so awesome. She just dumps more shit on the counter. Like, I want to make some sculpture. <laughs> Autobahn. Autobahn. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust German music groups, man. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I was right, Knox Harrington. I love how his reaction is like the same as everybody else that's watching this movie. Like, who the fuck is this guy just in there laughing like that? So strange. Hold on, you mind if I take this... Huh. <laughs> is this John Peters? Hello, yes, this is Dog. And then she breaks out in mad laughter. The dude's just getting pissed about this. He's like, what the fuck is with these people? <laughs> oh. So he finally goes to the doctor. We see the music through the headphones. I never asked for this. Yeah. Checks the ear. Naturally, doctor, physical. Yeah, you know, might cover all your bases. Slide your sharks down. Every basis. You hit me right here. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> He's so happy about it. Yeah, he took it well. I'm so happy. Little credence. Everybody loves a little credence. And there's that fucking beetle again. I love it. He's drinking a beer, smoking a joint. Not giving a fuck. Southern California. I'm gonna lose this motherfucker. Now, if you're a cigarette smoker or a pot smoker or anything like that, everybody's done this. <laughs> the first part or the whole thing? Uh, maybe not dumping a beer. Look how hard this car hits. The front wheels oh, lift off the ground. Yeah. Like That's a totaled car. So the dude's car is now had a tire shot out, a taillight shot out, hit a pole, got stolen, smashed into a guardrail... A vagrant's been left in it, and now it's been smashed into a dumpster after a joint was dropped on it. I mean... In the seat. At this point, the only way it could get worse is if some like, smashed your windows in or the, the thing on fire, you know? Yeah. That's the only way it could get worse. But what is this in the seat? I don't know, Tom. It looks like some homework. The Louisiana Purchase. Larry Sellers. Use a dictionary. This kid's a fucking idiot, obviously. I hate this kid. 
And then Kyle, he never says this anything. is the landlord. Yes, I totally did not make this connection earlier. I was just like, why were they at a dance? It's so bizarre. Right? Like, were they just trying to be that incognito? Like, no. no. <laughs> he like, promised you'd be like, there. Like, let, let's have a secret meeting at this weird dance recital. Right? He said, I'll be there, man. So, here we are. So, like, why why are Donnie and Walter there? Because they got to take care of business after this. This so is just something they just agreed to him to do, yeah. Okay. You know, I don't think there's a rhyme or reason to this. There really isn't. Then again, I'm not into the whole artsy-fartsy kind of lifestyle, you know? Yeah. Near the In-N-Out Burger. Good stuff, Those man. are really good burgers. Hells yeah. I've heard they are. Uh, when I was out in California a few years ago, I did have the opportunity to have one, and I can... Safe to say, it is probably one of the best burgers you'll ever have. Nice. Over here in the Midwest, we have some pretty shitty burgers. Mm. Five Guys is good, Depends though. Depends on where you go. Five Guys is good. Well, we're not here to talk about burgers now, are we? We're here to talk about this... We're going to have to start a food podcast, damn it. Do you know how easy that would be, man? Very. I know so many podcasts that just go off tangents about food on a whim because it's so easy to talk about. <laughs> Get the kid. He should be a pushover. The kid Get is a pushover. dollars back. I fucking hate this kid. He doesn't even say anything. It's awesome. Million fucking clams, which is awesome reference to what Maude had to say about typical men. Right. Donnie's super interested in the play. <laughs> Damn it, Donnie. I love the fact that they roll up and they see a Corvette and they automatically think. <laughs> but, I mean, it is direct, parked directly in front of the kid's house. True. It ends up being the neighbor's, but it's so, like, offset that it should be... I don't know. It, it just doesn't make much sense. I love how critical everything... And then they make Donnie sit in the car like a child. <laughs> Pilar? Pilar. She reminds me of the family guy lady. Like, no, no. Uh, uh, no we had no money. We no money. I had no money. You, you go now. Yeah. Just throw it out there. Yeah, she just lets him in the house. Oh, two strangers? One looks like a hippie, one looks like a lawyer? Yeah, you can come in and talk to my son. So, this is supposed to be Arthur Digby Sellers, which is a fictional writer of a fictional show called Branded. But he did most of the episodes. Yeah, but don't go crazy trying to find Branded online or something. I mean, I'm sure if you look hard enough, there's some sort of some series called of, Branded out there. Yeah. It's probably not the same one, though. No, it's not. Watch us look like fools, and it's like, yeah, the Coed Brothers did a series of yeah. TV shows called Branded a while ago. They had a bunch of animated Damn series it. Branded. Walter's talking to the student like this iron lung contraption. This fucking kid. This fucking kid. This. I just want to smack his smug face. He brings a briefcase just for one sheet of paper. I love it. <laughs> 
puts it in a Ziploc bag so it's legit, you know? <laughs> right? I love how the cops didn't even find it, though. That's the best part. I mean, it was, like, in between the seat cushions Got any interesting leads? Nope. We, we know it's your car, man! We didn't look for anything. Fuck you. Is that your car out front? <laughs> Fucking little brat! This kid could have saved a lot of time here, honestly. See, this is a prime example of how communication can save lives, man. Definitely. Imagine if that kid had said something. You want to know what would have not had happened? This next part. You might want to watch out this front window. This is what happens when you ask for a stranger. I mean... John Goodman... True legend. The dude takes out the porch light when he flies through the door. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah, I didn't know that. the light was on when he flies through the door. It burns out from the impact. That's awesome. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens, Larry? Another see what happens joke. This is what happens, Larry. This kid's not even getting any enjoyment out of this. He's just sitting there stone-faced. Right? It annoys me. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Fun fact, um, on the TV edit, it's, do you see what happens, Larry, when you find a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> I remember the first time I seen it, I just fucking laughed. This <laughs> big-ass Ron Jeremy-looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> So that's how I he can afford a Corvette. I just fucking bought this car. He's in his boxers. It's awesome. Take out the dude's already junked up so car. So on top of all the shit that's happening in the dude's car, this is happening. Donnie just exit that bitch. Doesn't even shut the door. I don't blame him. I kill your fucking car. No. We have no money. No windshield. Eating their In-N-Out burger. I'm expecting like the, the theme song of that 70s show to start playing <laughs> at least they got their in and out though so in theory this would have made sense and you'll see what I'm talking I'm, about I, I mean yeah I'll if... tell you why in a second just let it happen I love how he asks if the car got home. Yes, you're calling me at home. It's just not my cell phone. Yeah. Walter's so worried about the kid cracking. Fuck that kid. Yeah, it'll be a practice. <laughs> he still gives a damn about the tournament. Alright, so he puts the chair in the door, right? And that's the front door. Yep. Alright. What front door do you know that opens out? That one? The only one in the world. When he opens the door for the landlord, the door opens in. Yep. 
obviously what happened to her is that these thugs came by earlier and switched the door around because they knew that was going to happen. Must be. Alright, so this is kind of strange, but it does play into the into the story quite well. Eventually. That face, though. That face, though. That face. This was just obviously an excuse for bare boobies to be on the movie. Obviously, doesn't the clue in the scene made the ratings go up quite a bit yeah. automatically? Yeah. By default, ratings skyrocketed. That's just what happens. Test subjects tested very highly to this scene. So it turns out when we have males come in to uh, investigate it is an this. epic fucking entrance for porn star tycoon. Or not porn star, but just like porn industry owner. Producer? Is that what Producer, he is? Producer, owner, whatever. Jackie Treehorn. Hot shot. Yeah. Hot shot Jackie Treehorn. It's quite the quite the house, though. I'm jealous of the house. Yeah. I mean, for the 90s, that was insane. Oh, yeah. Even my modern standards, that's pretty impressive. Hell yeah. Publishing entertainment. looking couch. Cement. It's got an open bar and everything. Hell yeah. All the places he's visited has, for some reason, had a bar. People Most have good taste open. in alcohol around there, I guess. I have an open bar, so... Very nice. Yeah. See, that's the key to happiness right there. Just have an open bar in your house. True that, or an open Guinness. Guinness is always good. Kind of Guinness. It's no white Russian, though. True that. Speaking of white Russians, the dude drinks a total of nine white Russians throughout this movie. You could One could say eight and a half, because he's going to spill this white Russian in the upcoming scene here. Never finishes it. Yeah, so he actually finishes this one and gets another actually that he spills to be one and a half to be in one point. scene. Yep, yep, yep. So nine right white Russians, but a total of eight and a half drank. It's quite obvious what his favorite drink is. I would say so. He just John Peters the dude, man. <laughs> John Peters the dude. <laughs> well, just shut the fuck up. I gotta take this call. Uh, for those that do not understand the joke, I'd recommend watching The Death of Superman Lives What Happened. Yep. There is a interesting scene that happens where uh, John Schnapp, the interviewer, gets interrupted by a phone call. That kind of leads to that. Now, this is the dude going all like secret agent, right? Information. Straight up fucking like. like I would not. I would not have thought of this. Right? He's like, oh, goes into detective mode. It's and a, it's a penis. It's a dude with a huge boner. The best part is he keeps it <laughs> instead of like throwing it out. I mean, where is he gonna hide it right now? Tossing it in a fire. No problemo, man. His belly's all hanging out and the, shit. The question is, why would Jack Atreon write that? Unless it was just like a... Right. To sound... To make it look like he was busy. So... Treehorn just peaced out. 
asks the dude if he wants another drink, comes back. Dude's like, fuck yeah, I want another drink. I'm the dude. The dude always takes a drink. So now, the dude and the Big Lebowski have made a deal. The dude and Maud Lebowski have made a deal. And now the dude and Jackie Treehorn have made a deal all over the same briefcase full of money. I don't think the dude quite understands that making multiple deals doesn't always work out. Yeah. And he's about to learn the hard way right now, I guess you could say. So, we got a couple sips into that that drink there. It's going down. Dude looks to be a bit intoxicated. Fifteen-year-old kid, is this some sort of joke? There we see Wu. The Asian-American guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, and there's the drink going down. I just wanted my rug back, man. All the dude ever wanted was his rug back. I love that. Passed out on the glass table like that. It's Brilliant. Awesome. We get the stranger talking again. So, the word dude is said 160 times in this movie, and 161 if you count where it says the dude in text coming up here. Gutter balls. This is such a strange sequence. It is, but it makes sense. I mean, do you think maybe Jackie Treehorn drugged the dude and put the dude in one of his films? No, I don't think so. I think he's just having like a dream about a bowling thing to porno. Since it's like combining some of his favorite things all in one, you know? Right. Especially since it's starring a... Is it Maude in it? Yeah, Maude is in it. Yeah, so I don't think it's We have this crazy weird Saddam character (laughs) and it says Saddam on his shirt... But I mean, like, all that stuff was going on in the 90s, so... Yeah, it makes the first, sense. The first incident. The bowling head lady, the bowling pin head <laughs> lady, like... Bridges is a badass dancer. I, Hells, I mean, yeah, damn, he is. He tears it up. <laughs> he is tearing it up. Ow. So, this upcoming scene where uh, he goes through the legs of all the women mm-hmm. is actually a shrunk down version of Jeff Bridges. It's not the real Jeff Bridges? It's, it's a CG Jeff Bridges shrunk down. Is it really? It really is. They were gonna do it like normal, just do it on like a a, a creeper style, yeah. like lay down on a creeper and pull him through. Yeah. But Jeff Bridges is actually a very large man. He's very tall and he's got like very broad shoulders and the he was too large to fit through the women's legs like that. 
I, I guess I can see it now. So that's actually, yeah, it's a shrunk down Jeff Bridges traveling through some legs. I swear, CGI in the 90s is more believable than modern CGI. <laughs> Somehow we de-evolved. Damn it. And boom. And obviously, because the German dude said they were going to cut off his Johnson. I'd be freaked out about that. Right, he's terrified. Here they come. quickly turned pretty scary. Nothing like being drugged out and just running down the road. Good times, huh? Yeah. See the cop pulling up, green screen style. We almost got away with so it. So he's singing the song to the fictional show branded, which is funny. <laughs> this cop, man. What an asshole. I love this. Nothing in his wallet except for the Ralph's card. Yep. And the picture of the dude with the boner. <laughs> yeah, probably not the best things to have on you in this situation. Bill Kunstler was an actual lawyer in Southern high, California. A high-profile one? Yeah. I mean, if you said a couple of cases he's worked on, I'd probably recognize him, but right now I can't think of any. Turns out, Back in the 90s, when I was just a kid, I didn't know too much about the trials going on, you know? Uh, Who would have thunk it? Imagine that. This cop just doesn't want him around. He's just like, just stay out of my fucking town, man. He doesn't even bother locking him up or anything. doesn't have time for that. Jerk-off name, jerk-off face, jerk-off behavior, calls him a jerk-off. What a comeback, man. I wasn't listening. This guy gets violent really fast. Oh, that would suck. Stay out of Malibu. Man, he gets stuffed in a cab with the Eagles. I don't blame him. Everyone's just being a dick to him right now. Yeah, everything's crumbling. Just change the channel, man. Get your own fucking cab. I love that. Now, does his dislike of the Eagles have anything to do with uh, Jesus' version of the Eagles playing? Or is that just kind of a coincidence? Mm -hmm. 
different songs. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't the Eagles version of the song, but it was still like an Eagles song, you know? Right, right, no, I see what you're saying, yeah. I don't know. There's Bunny having the time of her life. Only good thing about the Eagles is Joe Walsh, anyway. With ten toes. Oh, my. Something's amiss here. So the dude's door is wide open. His apartment is trash. Bowling ball on the TV. Trips over the goddamn chair block he just put up. It worked! The door magically opens out now. Yep. Still. I mean, this is where it kind of turns around for him, though. I mean, yeah, if this ever happened, I'm sure it would all make, make a lot of people's days better. Yeah. At least, for a, at least for a while. So, this is actually where we get our little bit of backstory of dude, where yeah. he possibly gets his income from. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. The Port Huron statement. Seattle 7. He did all that. Um, Seattle, yeah, Seattle 7 thing's real. For the the guy that the dude was actually based on, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was not a roadie for Metallica. I love how he calls it a stint in the music business, though. Like, <laughs> I'm already a stint from in the music business. Roadie. Like it's, that's mildly interesting. That would be a cool job. Being a roadie for Metallica? Probably. Yeah. Back then. Back in their prime? When they knew how to party. I don't know if you could say the 90s were their prime, but whatever. Well, you know, it was probably their party prime. The tail end of it. He's just still so nonchalant about everything. Oh, it got trashed. Man. Oh yeah, they they fucked up my house. And then the stretching starts. Are you doing yoga or something? Oh man, I love that line. <laughs> She's just curling herself into a ball right there. Just doing a wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Making himself another white Russian. Yeah. Two parts vodka, one parts cream, one parts. Kalua. Mm-hmm. That's how he makes them anyway. That's why they're so white. Extra white. Mm-hmm. All that vodka and cream. Man, maybe it's closer to drinking eight white Russians. He spits part of this one out, spills some in between the limos, and spills the one. Oh, right, right. <laughs> no, I'll give it a solid eight and a half. Solid eight and a half. Yeah. Might as well. 
I need a child. You're messed up. Something you need to explain about the dude. I just don't... I don't want you to be the father. She picked quite the guy. This is our only hope for any any kind of sequel to A Big Lebowski. Have the dude's son be a character? Yeah. I'd be down for that. 98. And I mean, in... 2018, it'll be 20 years. Yeah? You could have him be like a full-fledged character that way. He could be on like a quest to find out who his real dad is. I love it. Like if that was the case, I don't know how you'd incorporate the original cast in it that well, at least until the end. Well, Unless there was like parallel storylines going on. I don't know. She could fit like Uncle Walter in, or but he wouldn't really know his. That, yeah, I don't know. It'd be cool. I'd be down for that. Erev Shabbos. I can't. Drive. It's the Shabbos. This is a fucking emergency. <laughs> I go to Pasadena, man. So angry. All you have to do is threaten the bowling bowling team in any way, shape, or form, and shit gets done around here. Right. So he's just had it at this point. Fucking Volkswagen Beetle. I guess here is another act of aggression by the dude. He's ready to throw down. <laughs> just tries to ignore everything tries going to on. Read a paper. Uh, get out of the fucking car. Like an Irish monk? Jesus. I'm a dick man. Do you know the name of Bunny's real family? Do you remember he, it? He says it here, doesn't he? Yeah. Hey, I don't remember it right now. The Knutsons. The, Knu- <laughs> the Knutsons. That's right. <laughs> the fuck are the Knutsons? Who the fuck are the Knutsons? I love the picture of this. The fucking farmhouse, dude. <laughs> oh, right? It's so funny. That looks like some Dust Bowl picture from... <laughs> Here's Barney as a cheerleader. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Out in Minnesota. S- supposed to make her homesick. <laughs> I'm sure that'll make her real homesick. It's like, oh man, I miss I love the- that line. How are we supposed to get her back down on the far once they see Carl Hungus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pool our resources. Trade information. You see the Sabcheck security van? Uh, I see it now, yes. With an actual phone number on it. I wonder what happened if you called it. Back then, who knows? Fleas passed out. 
Three pigs in a blanket. Interesting. Yeah. So, them German guys got their girlfriend to chop off a toe. It's all coming together now. It's all a big ruse. It's through a ringer for a ringer. What an act. He's so self-centered, it's awesome. <laughs> it shabbles. The Sabbath. Oh snap! He's Polish fucking Catholic. <laughs> He's talking shit about his ex right there. So you get divorced. He's dirty library card. <laughs> he stopped being Jewish, man. What was this to say to Koufax? Jesus! Let me see the the convertible bunny was driving up in the in the fountain at the Lebowski estate. She appears to be home now. Viva Las Vegas blaring through the radio. There's actually a naked shot of Tara Reid right here. Is there really? Right there. Oh yeah. Brant frantically trying to pick up her clothes. It's hilarious. She is not presentable right now. I'm a fucking veteran. <laughs> Have some goddamn respect. Oh. Uh, He's a very angry man. The dog. The Pomeranian? Yeah, the Pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the money, Lebowski? I want my Which fucking is what money. happened in the first scene. my money what a prick damn just turns the whole thing back on like that He's pretending to be a fucking millionaire. Uh, 
guy's Leave big it to fat. Walter, man. It's a big fat phony. Walter and his brilliant ideas. Crack. So awkward. I put him down. And he, did, he just collapses. And that insult to injury, the fucking dog again. It's the fucking Pomeranian. No animals are harming Megan in this video. <laughs> Clearly. So they just go bowling like normal. Or is it normal? Donnie with his weird shirt. This is not normal, Tom. That look. He knows it's not normal. It's like, oh. He's he, throughout this entire movie he has not missed a single strike until then. No one even notices. Dude's clear coat and his fingernail. It's a bowling thing. In case bowling you were thing. wondering, yeah. Yeah, I'm aware of that. But they all seem to be pretty happy about everything that's going on right now. Drinking that Miller Genuine Draft. Mm-mm. It's Jesus. I love that they always match Jesus <laughs> and his partner. Right. What the fuck that doing hip he is? Gyrate, though. He's got to work yeah. in. Oh, Pelvic oh, damn. Jesus has it going on. Donnie's just like, what the fuck? There's a lot going on in this scene right here. Oh, yeah. So the dude's car is finally done. Yeah, we just burst your car into flame. Gives us the money, Lebowski. <laughs> these, no, not, these, these are nihilists. I love how he's got a sword. Yeah, you know, German swords, it, it makes sense. <laughs> he's so irritated. That's the fucking rules. This girlfriend gave up her toe. <laughs> She thought we'd get a million dollars. Yeah, the fucking nihilists. <laughs> you bunch of fucking crybabies. Oh, snap. <laughs> I'd like my undies back. Donnie. so worried Donnie. about getting hurt, poor guy. Take the money we have out of you. That's a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting out of this thing cheap. 
Donnie's got like seventeen dollars or some shit. Four yep. bucks, almost five from the dude. Eighteen dollars from Donnie. Walter's like, fuck you. Damn it, Donnie. This is the best use of a bowling ball I've ever seen, though. Right? We fuck you up? Donnie's like, come on, Walter. Shamochi got nihilists. Dip shit with a nine toed woman. <laughs> oh, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> Flee and smash with the ball. Take the four dollars. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> oh, poor Flea. Fuck you, man. With the ball. Oh my god, Walter's going crazy. Totally rips the dude's ear off. Could you imagine getting punched in the fucking forehead by John Goodman? After he bit my ear off? Yeah. No, I, I can't. <laughs> this dude is just having like PTSD flashbacks right now. Aww. This part legitimately makes me sad. Yeah. It's a heart attack. I love how he says he can't do it because his fucking blood's pumping. I might pass out. <laughs> I can't do it. The blood's pumping. We'll get help. A chopper and then he says. Everything's non-related with him. Call him the chopper. I love how that black pans out with the neons there. So I, I love the meeting they, these guys have here between, between the uh, the guy trying to sell uh, the sell the situation here of Donnie's ashes. Yeah. They picked like an awesome character too to do that. Hundred and eighty dollars. That's the cheapest one we have. What is this? You need a receptacle. That's $180. It's for the urn. Modestly priced. Okay, we just... Uh... <laughs> Can't we just rent it? Rent it. <laughs> just put put him in something else, you know. <laughs> God damn it! Is there Ralphs around here? <laughs> they fucking get a Folgers can. I'm buy an eight dollar can of coffee. Donald Theodore K. 
care boss or something. <laughs> like. yeah. Hardly knew the Donnie. Donnie was a good bowler. <laughs> and a good man. <laughs> I wonder if Donnie really was a surfer. So we may never know, right? Well, that's probably why they wanted to spread his ashes in their ocean so badly. Yeah. You took him. Of how he brings it back, though. He's like, oh. It's <laughs> back to bowling, too. Karabatsas. <laughs> just sucks to think that, like, Donnie had no family. Right. At all. It's a really tragic character if you think about it. Yeah. Good night, Good night, sweet, sweet prince. prince. I love it. And it's everywhere. But by everywhere, you mean all over the dude. Taps at the guy, realize spit out. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, dude! I'm sorry. <laughs> travesty always messing it up I love how Walter just puts his head down and like his shoulders droop and shit <laughs> that's a sad John Goodman right there aww Jeff Bridges still owns those sandals to this day. Does he really? Yeah. Alright, that's awesome. Let's go bowling. What better way to end a beautiful day like that with a game of bowling? Yeah, but it's without their buddy, man. So sad. I wish it was a Rolling Stones version of the song, though. Yeah, that would have been nice. But I guess it goes with, like, the Western Stranger thing, you know. Because the Stranger's a man of the West. Mm-hmm. This makes you want to go bowling now. It Sometimes you eat the bear.
dude abides. The dude abides. Life lessons right there. Right? Sam Elliott just wrapping it up with another monologue just like it, he brought the movie in, you know? He has a great voice for it. Yeah. Yeah, he's an amazing voice actor. Slash yeah. actor. He's been in everything. Right. He's been the voice of everything. Like, hell, he's the voice of Smokey the Bear right now. Is he really? Yeah. I haven't heard Smokey recently, so I didn't know that. Or wildfires. Yeah. Wildfires? No, it's wildfires. No, wildfires. Not forest fires? No, wildfires. Smokey's headed to broaden his horizons there, I guess. I guess they didn't like the Hollywood Hills burning down and shit. Yeah. Hope you folks enjoy yourselves. Catch you later down the trail. Stranger asking for that sarsaparilla. Stranger knows a good sarsaparilla. Yeah, for sure. So, that was it. That was the Big Lebowski. Um, and here's the credits. Blah, blah, blah. Um, John Chichero is Jesus, that's right. Um, I mean, what do you think of the the Lebowski Kyle now that we just watched it again it is a very interesting movie like I'm just so used to movies a lot of times you know you come into it you sit down you watch like an hour and a half two hours you get the story and then you're done but the big Lebowski is like deeper than that there's so many like little in- in- what's the word to look for intricacies there intricacies that's what I'm trying to say yeah yeah like this this just like watching it this time through, I learn new stuff. Like every time I watch it, I see new things. Yeah, definitely. Like I used to be a crazy and watch it at least once a week for quite a quite a while. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, this this movie is not just a movie. It sparked it sparked all kinds of like just crazy phenomena. Like there's a whole religion based on. It's called dudism. I've like, heard it, about it that. It exists. Like you can become a dudist priest, and you can marry people. Like you can. Like there's a there's a dude fest like every year, like a huge one. Like Jeff Bridges shows up to it. Other <laughs> actors show up to it. Everybody dresses like the dude. Like there is a if you think it, there is something to do with the character, the dude. Like. And, and the man that the the Coen brothers base this character off of is still alive and well to this very day. And, like, he's, always, he's like, for lack of a better word, like, he's, like, the all-star Hall H speaker of these dude fest things. Oh, I, I like, believe it. He's just... They, these, these guys look up to his stories, and it's just... It's crazy to think that... I mean, that's that's the dream that's these two guys wrote a goofy movie about their buddy 
and now and he, look what yeah, it's done. That's amazing. Um, couple fun facts that I didn't get to. Uh, the dude says man 147 times in the whole movie, which is almost one and a half times a minute <laughs> for the whole movie. And uh, the word fuck, or a variation of the word fuck, was used 292 times throughout the whole movie. And uh, the word dude is said 160 times, which I think I brought that one up, actually. It might have. Yeah. But, uh... It's still good. I can't see The Big Lebowski coming off my top three favorite list anytime soon in my lifetime. So There had to be some pretty amazing movies to knock it off. Exactly. But, uh... I think that's going to wrap up episode four, Lords of Film, part two of the Big Lebowski commentary. I want to ask you guys to check us out on www.shanleyandonbatman.com. You can check out our Batman podcast, Shanley and on Batman, over there. Obviously, you can check out Lords of Film over there, too. We've got comic book articles, game reviews, articles about all kinds of stuff. Just check it out. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at Batman Bass Slap. You can follow Kyle on Twitter at the Mr. Toodles. You can follow our friend Justin Shanlian on Twitter at Shanlian. Batman Shanlian. Batman Shanlian. That's right. All caps on Batman, capital S, and then Hanlian is lowercase. Yeah. He's gonna hate me for that, but oh. whatever. Um, yeah, man, make sure you like and comment on this video. If you like what you heard, let us know something that you'd like to hear. Let us know if you want to talk to us about something. We're real good about getting back to you and, and being really interactive with our crowds. So thanks for listening, and that's going to do it. Have a good one, folks. Bye, Bye Felicia. Felicia.